Hi everyone, it's Louise here and welcome to Sunday afternoon. And today in our speaking challenge, you're not going to actually have a question to answer. I am going to give you some pointers on how to describe the taste of a particular food or a, a dish or a, an item of food so that in the next few days when I do set you some questions you'll be able to give me lots of detail. Thank you to those who have answered the questions so far. It appears that lots of us had traumatic childhoods where we were forced to eat disgusting vegetables by our mothers. <laughs> Brussels sprouts and artichokes and um, eggplant or aubergine as we would call it here in the UK and um, lots of other vegetables that, that people um, were made to eat. Um, you weren't allowed to go out to play or you had to sit at the table or you, you weren't allowed to do anything fun until you had finished all your dinner. So we all seem to have very similar experiences surrounding our, our dislike of foodstuffs. Um, so that was very interesting to, to hear replies and responses yesterday about the food that we're not particularly keen on. And again, lots of us have said that, like myself, that nowadays um, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't eat certain foods if we had the choice, but if we are um, with, with someone and they have chosen something on our behalf, and it's got something in it that we wouldn't like, we, we still eat it because we don't want to be rude or to offend. So I think that we can say that we were all brought up to be very nice and considerate people. So today um, you can relax and just enjoy this mini lesson where I'm going to talk you through how to describe the taste of food. And taste is very important to us because obviously that's that's what tells us if we're going to like it. So if you remember from yesterday's question, um, my answer, part of it was that I don't like things that are particularly spicy. And that's a taste. So spicy, spicy spices. So things like chilli flakes or curry powder or... Um, a combination of uh, spices such as turmeric or cumin or coriander or well, coriander is not particularly hot or spicy but um, things like cayenne pepper they're hot spices so they have a taste to them that tastes hot and it nips on my tongue so that was an example yesterday that I gave you on something that I didn't like and it was to do with the taste of something, the flavour or the seasoning that was added to a dish and it wasn't maybe that I, it's not that I don't like chicken or I don't like lamb or, or particular vegetables, it's the seasoning on a particular dish that I was talking about. And we have, 
and the taste we learn we learn about tastes at school and there are particular tastes and we learn about how different parts of our tongue can detect these different tastes so we have things like we can taste if something is sour or bitter or we can taste when something is salty or when it's sweet or when it's spicy or when it's bland or another example is when it's smoky so I'll give you some examples of food that we could use those particular adjectives with so for example we could say that honey honey is sweet so it has a nice sweet flavor to it it isn't a savory taste it is a sweet taste we could say that lemons fresh lemons lemon juice um, lemon peel is sour and, and it's a really funny thing about lemons if you think about lemon and even as I'm telling you about this I can feel my my mouth um, watering um, as a reaction to the, the the thought of the taste of a lemon and if you think about the smell the citrus smell of a lemon and you think about cutting into it and that very um, sour acidic taste of the lemon it really does have an impact on our mouth and that's one of the reasons why describing taste is really important because it gets it gets our body and our brain thinking about the tastes and how we're going to enjoy those flavors um, we have curry sauce and curry sauce I would describe that as being spicy and you obviously get different levels of spiciness so you could say it's very mild so it's not very spicy it's not very hot um, to taste or you could have extremely spicy or very hot and a lot um, a lot of pre-made um, curry dishes will have little symbols on them little chili peppers and um, you you may see it only has a one chili pepper rating which means it's very mild it may have a five chili pepper rating which means it's very hot and fiery very spicy um, so you you can pick the level of spiciness or the level of heat that you want your dish to be um, we have black coffee so black coffee with no sugar in it no cream or milk in it is often very bitter so it has that aftertaste a bitter taste in it and very often people like to add sugar to take away that bitter aftertaste in their coffee bread on its own nothing on it no butter no ham or meat or cheese or or jam or anything on it just bread on its own can be a bit bland a bit tasteless it doesn't have any outstanding flavor to it just plain white bread 
can be a little bland. You need to add something to it to enhance the flavor. Anchovies, little fish, you, little fish in jars. Um, some people think that they are very salty. Uh, so obviously they come from the sea and perhaps there is too much salt in them. Perhaps the, the producer has added more salt to the tin or jar of anchovies. So people think that they are very salty. And finally, smoky, smoked salmon. And a smoky flavour or a smoky taste describes a process that a particular food stuff has gone through to add the smoky flavor to it. So in the case of smoked salmon, or here in Scotland, we have smoked mackerel or smoked haddock, and it's all to do with the process of smoking the fish. And it's generally, they're put into a um, what they would call a smoking room and they light a wood fire and the fish hangs above the, the smoking embers of this wood and the if, if you think about a wood fire if you've ever gone camping and made a wood fire and think about the smell of the burning wood and that smell permeates into the flesh of the fish and creates a smoky flavour. Now, um, you can get, um, as I say, smoked fish, but you can also have smoky bacon, um, or uh, in, in fancy restaurants, they may smoke um, other cuts of meat to give it an extra, tech, an, an extra taste, something different to enhance their existing flavour of the meat. Um, so those are some tastes. Um, and so when you are um, talking about taste, we have positive words that we can use to talk about the taste as well. And there are also negative um, words that we can use. And obviously when I was talking about things like that I don't like with Brussels sprouts and um, what else did I say yesterday? Um, there was the Brussels sprouts and the spicy food and the pepper and I can't remember, there was, a, there was one other thing and I can't remember what it was. I'll, I'm sure I'll remember later. So we can say, how is it, how, what does it taste? I mean, we all do it when we go to a restaurant for the first time. Perhaps it's a newly opened restaurant or it's a, a new restaurant for us. And we, we sit down at the table and we all have different dishes and we say, how is it? And people can tell instantly by the, the noises that we make and the words that we say um, to answer the question. So we can say, mmm. Mmm. <laughs> now, mmm can be either. I, I think either a yes, I I'm, I like it, or mmm. I'm just going to pretend I like it because it's really disgusting. <laughs> but it's also really expensive, so I'm going to eat it. <laughs> so sometimes mmm can be mmm. Yes, I really like it, and I'm really telling the truth, and it's delicious. Or hmm, it's not really my cup of tea and I think it's really quite disgusting. So, um, disgusting is obviously a negative word. Oh, this tastes really disgusting. 
and um, if you remember my Brussels sprout story, I didn't say it was disgusting, I was only five. Disgusting wouldn't have been in my vocabulary when I was five. I said it was yucky, and yucky is the fa a five-year-old's equivalent of disgusting. Uh, so that was me saying it's unpleasant. I found Brussels sprouts unpleasant, they're yucky, or they're horrible, they, they're nasty. That's a good word. Brussels sprouts are nasty. Ugh. Um, I, other things to be negative about food um, that uh, I wouldn't have used to describe the Brussels sprouts, but that you may want to use um, about particular foods. If you think perhaps that um, the food is, there's something wrong with the food in terms of it's out of date. Um, maybe somebody has used a piece of meat that is out of date and it, it perhaps it tastes off. So when we say that something is off, we, we mean that it is not good for consumption, it's out of date. Um, but we very often in, uh, um, in the UK will just say, oh, that, that smells off. So it doesn't smell as it should do. So it doesn't, uh, you know, generally when you have a fresh piece of meat or a fresh piece of fish, it doesn't have any kind of smell at all. So when we start to get uh, a smell from it, when we take it out of the fridge to use it, and perhaps you're, you're not sure, so you, you take it to someone else in the house and say, does this smell okay? And somebody has a quick sniff and goes, oh no, that smells off. So it's, it, has, it has turned, it's no longer good. It has sat too long in the refrigerator or it's sat too long on your, your kitchen worktop and the, the atmosphere, the air has, has um, allowed it to um, turn and become un inedible. You could also say that something is rancid. So that's when you've tasted it and oh, it's, it, it doesn't taste good at all. Perhaps it's the combination of different flavors that somebody has, has combined. Maybe they're experimenting. They're trying to create a new experimental dish and you taste and it's just, it's so disgusting. It's, it's so rancid and off that you, you really, you want to spit it out. You don't actually want to eat it. Something that you also might use um, with bread is you may think that the bread is stale, it tastes stale. And again, this could be dependent on how you keep your fresh bread. Um, and the longer that fresh bread is left out in the open air, then it starts to lose its freshness and um, it's it no longer is soft, it becomes a little harder. And again, um, it, it very quickly starts to go off and it can become moldy. Um, but just before it, bec it becomes moldy, it starts to have a different flavor from the normal flavor of bread. And we describe that as being stale. You can almost taste that it's starting to go a bit moldy. You could maybe taste the moldiness in, in the bread. Now for bread, that's not a good thing. It's not good to eat moldy bread, but in cheese, 
there are lots of cheeses out there where mold is deliberately encouraged to form. So in the UK, we have Stilton, which is a blue cheese. So it has the blue moldy veins running through it. So that's a perfectly acceptable mold to have. And the taste is a very specific taste and something that you would maybe say is an, an acquired taste. Not everybody likes blue cheese. And um, they maybe don't like the taste of it with that very strong, almost with the moldy flavor. Um, some people it's the smell or the texture, which we will talk about later on during March. Um, that puts them off. So you have definitely two sides to mouldy cheese or blue cheese. Those who love it and those who hate it. I love blue cheese and I'm quite happy to eat blue cheese all the time. Um, I love Stilton and I also love the Italian um, Gorgonzola and Dolce Latte. Um, I, so I'm, I'm a big fan of blue cheese. Um, Another way um, to be negative about describing the taste of food is saying that, oh, this is really tasteless. So it doesn't really have any taste. It doesn't have any taste of anything. It's maybe a bit watery. It's, it doesn't have any flavor. And it could be um, that somebody hasn't seasoned the food enough. So when you watch um, cooking shows on the television you're always watching and seeing the chefs are always adding lots of salt and pepper and other herbs to the dish to bring out the flavors of the ingredients that they are cooking. So if somebody hasn't seasoned the food well enough then it can be a bit tasteless. So those are all the negative ways to describe food that we don't like. But ways to describe food that we love are things like it's yummy, really yummy, or it's scrumptious. That was a really good word that someone gave me today um, in answer to one of my questions. Um, so this is really scrumptious. You've got to try it. Um, it's mouthwatering. So the taste is mouth-watering. I'm really enjoying it and the taste sensation, the flavors in my mouth are making my mouth water. It's very appetizing. The flavors are very appetizing and make me want to eat it. The, sound, the combination of flavors is appetizing. And zesty. So that's another way to describe something that's very citrusy or something that's made with lemons. It's very zesty, it's very fresh and um, citric taste in your mouth. So some examples of how to use these adjectives um, in sentences. Um, so I bought bread this morning, but it already tastes stale. I bought bread this morning, but it already tastes stale. The meat has been out of the fridge for a week. If you eat it, it will taste rancid. And quite frankly, why would you be leaving meat out for a week? You can imagine that there would be little insects and things trying to get at it and everything. This soup is a bit tasteless. I think you need to season it. This soup is a bit tasteless. I think you need to season it. 
The chef uses lots of limes and lemons in his sauces. They have a very zesty flavour. The chef uses lots of limes and lemons in his sauces. They have a very zesty flavour. This is the best cake I've ever eaten. It's absolutely scrumptious. This is the best cake I've ever eaten. It's absolutely scrumptious. Or you could say yummy as well if, if you wanted to, but I think scrumptious when we're saying the best cake. And if you notice, I'm also really emphasizing best because I want them to know it's so good. It's the best. It's scrumptious. It's delicious. This milk tastes a bit off. How long has it been out of the fridge? This milk tastes a bit off. How long has it been out of the fridge? This dish is yummy. You really know how to cook. This dish is yummy. You really know how to cook. The meal at the canteen was disgusting. I'm never going back there again. The meal at the canteen was disgusting. I'm never going back there again. So that's some examples of how to talk about the taste of food using adjectives to describe what the food tastes like. You could also say, if somebody was saying, well, what, what is it like? You could say, well, it tastes a bit like chicken. So perhaps um, it's a, an, a type of poultry, um, which is a bird that you've never eaten before and you would like to know, well, what does it taste like? Is it similar in taste to chicken or turkey? Or is it similar in taste to duck or pigeon or um, a goose? So people might ask you that. What does it taste like? Is it similar to chicken? Um, and you could say, it's a bit like chicken. It has the same texture and it tastes a little stronger than chicken, perhaps. Um, so those are ways that we can use to describe the taste of food. So as I said, there's no question for you today. Digest this little mini lesson. Oh, did you see what I did there? That's a pun, a play on words. So digest, meaning take on board, listen to this recording again, and listen to all the, the words that I have used to describe the taste of food. And tomorrow I will have a question for you that will get you practicing using some of these words. So have a listen to this recording two or three times, make some notes about the words and adjectives I've used and tomorrow I will be back with um, a question and my own answer to the question. So uh, it's time for dinner here in the UK. Um, tonight it is, I'm having steak pie and potatoes and vegetables. So perhaps tomorrow I'll tell you a bit more about the taste of the food. So until tomorrow, enjoy your food. Um, th start thinking about how you would describe the food that you're eating today or you're about to eat. And I will be back tomorrow. 
Take care, everyone. Bye.